Welcome to Victorious Living. A wall, our walls were so important to the defense of Israel. And so that's there in a natural habitat or a natural place. But walls in the spirit, walls in our spiritual life are just as important as walls were to Jerusalem in that day. Because walls were a, as I've, as I've said, walls were, were a protection. Uh, walls were so built in that day to help them in times when the enemy would come against them. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message he's titled, The Importance of Building Spiritual Walls. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the importance of building spiritual walls. I want to share with you this morning on the importance of building spiritual walls. The importance of uh, building spiritual walls. A wall or walls are used for different purposes. A wall is used for shelter, for protection. A wall is used for privacy. So there's, there's a, a lot of different uses in life for wall, a wall or walls. So we've heard the statement, you know, uh, my back's against the wall. That simply means that uh, you're in a position or you're in a situation where you cannot proceed forward because your back's against the wall. And then a wall, our walls are important for God's people today. So let's begin our reading this morning in uh, Nehemiah. And the first chapter of the book of Nehemiah, I'll give you a little bit of time to find it. It'll be on the screen, Nehemiah chapter one, verse, verses one through four. It says the words of Nehemiah, the sons of whoever that is. It came to pass in the month of whatever that is in the 20th year as it was in uh, Shushan, the citadel. Then Hananiah, one of my brethren, came with, with men from Judah and asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are, are there in great distress and reproach. The wall or the walls of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept. And... Uh, and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Now, Nehemiah, Nehemiah was just very distraught when he got the news 
from uh, Jerusalem and all that was going on there and the walls of uh, Jerusalem had been broken down and he was uh, he was very very much in a, a bad situation so Nehemiah was distraught for the people of Israel and concerning the condition of Jerusalem Nehemiah found a disorganized group of people and a defenseless city with no walls to protect it that's a that's an important statement there uh, that we'll talk a little bit about here just in a few moments uh, Nehemiah found a disorganized group of people and a defenseless city with no walls to protect it so walls are a protection uh, it was a protection for Jerusalem, for the city, for the, their enemies that would come against them or did come against them. And uh, with no walls as protection or to create a barrier between them and the enemy, then the city was just in total disarray. And so before the exile, Israel had its own language, had its own king, had its own army. And had its own identity. Now they had none of these. Why? Simply because the walls of protection around the city was broken down. They had no defense against the enemies that came against them. They were plundered and they lost all of their identity. Uh, and uh, they had uh, they had they had no identity and. Uh, as Judah's capital city, Jerusalem, represented Jewish national identity, and it was blessed with God's special presence in the temple. He wanted to return to Jerusalem, Nehemiah wanted to return to Jerusalem to reunite the Jews and to remove the shame of Jerusalem's broken down walls. And this would bring glory to God, the rebuilding of the wall. This would bring glory to God and restore the reality and the power of God's presence among his people. And there was no one to show them where to start and what direction to take as they tried to rebuild their city. Nehemiah asked the king to allow him to return to Jerusalem for the purpose of rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem. So we can see just in that short reading that I've, uh, that there that we've read, that a wall, our walls were so important to the defense of Israel. And so that's there in a natural habitat or a natural place, but walls in the spirit Walls in our spiritual life are just as important as walls were to Jerusalem in that day. Because walls were a, as I've said, walls were, were a protection. Uh, walls were so built in that day to help them in times when the enemy would come against them. And so Jerusalem... Uh, Nehemiah then asked the king 
to allow him to return to Jerusalem for the purpose of rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem. Now here's the question in all of that. The walls that you are, are building around your life, spiritually, the walls that you're building in your, your life, are your walls up or have they fallen down? And so walls mean very little today in the present day or the present day cities, but in Nehemiah's days, the walls were necessary. Necessary, as I've said, for protection and for safety and uh, to, uh, to remain as God with their identity attached to them in the city, uh, uh, you know, in the name of the city. So walls mean little in most present day cities, but in Nehemiah's day, they were essential. Walls offered safety from the rage of their enemies and the walls symbolized strength against their enemies. Isaiah chapter 26, let's look at that just for a moment. Isaiah 26 verse one. In that day shall the song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. So in scriptural language, a wall is a symbol of salvation and protection. One of the advantages of a wall is that it provides security. Another advantage of having a wall is that people inside the wall will have a stronger identity. We, uh, we see then that the song in the land of Judah was, we have a strong city. So they identified with God and with one another, which is important. They identified with their purpose of defeating their enemies. So walls, are you, are we building our wall individually and are we building our walls collectively because there is an enemy? He, he neither sleeps nor slumbers as God, God doesn't sleep or slumber, but neither does the adversary. The adversary is always up and about seeking whom he may devour or destroy. And as long as we're here in this environment, we'll never be able to, to quieten the devil to the point that he no longer operates in the earth. So it becomes so important for us to know that we are building a spiritual wall around us individually and collectively because we know that the enemy is going to come against us. We're not going to pray the enemy off of the planet. I remember one time many, many years ago uh, when I was in Tulsa that they formed a prayer meeting and they invited me to come to it or to go to it, come to it. And they said, come, we're going to pray and run the devil off of the planet. And so I thought, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
They're not going to run the devil off of the planet. He's here. Adam let him in. And he's going to be here until Jesus himself uh, uh, captivates him, puts him in the bottomless pit, and uh, so on and so forth. So that is, you have to sometimes be careful of what you're praying about, what you're praying for, and how it aligns with the scripture. So anyway, they, get, they had the prayer meeting, you know, worked themselves into a frenzy, and the devil's still here. He's still around, he's hanging around, and he'll be around until, like I just said, until he is, is cast into the bottomless pit. Now, does that mean that the devil can walk all over the top of us? No. Does that mean that the devil has authority over us? No. Does that mean that the devil is stronger than God or stronger than God or Jesus in the body of Christ? No. So what that simply means is he cannot work unless we allow him to. He cannot do what he come to do, what he's in the earth to do, unless God's people and obviously other people that don't know God. But he cannot work against us who are Christians unless we allow him to work against us. And sometimes if we do that, sometimes we find ourselves... It's our hope that today's message, The Importance of Building Spiritual Walls, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 29. Today's special number is 29. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.